So we're here at CrossFit Orleans, which is a new gym here in Ottawa, Orleans, the East End. Yeah. Um, we're joined by Kyle, who's one of the co-owners, along with, uh, there's another Kyle, yeah. and there's a Phil. Phil. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And uh, Kyle actually used to coach at CrossFit NCR, which is where I know him from. And we're going to kind of go all into his story of how he got to this point and then discuss a little bit more about his experience now as a gym owner. Sure. So yeah, let's start at the start of how you got into CrossFit and fitness in general. Ooh, fitness in general? Well, me, like, just growing up, I was into fitness. Yeah. I, don't know, I did the whole Globo Gym thing <laughs> from PEI, so really small, tight-knit communities there. Um, but as I made my way to Ottawa, um, I didn't get into, like, coaching or anything like that for several years. I generally work at, like, uh, with kids with mental health issues and stuff like that, so group homes, uh, youth addictions, all that stuff. Um, but then I, for whatever reason, I, I had a buddy that I worked with and uh, he knew Reza from NCR and he's like, his name's Tommy, he's like, uh, why don't you go check out this CrossFit thing? I was like, ah, oh, no, it's, it's way too intimidating, like, it's just like the natural stigma that everyone has with CrossFit. Yeah, no, you gotta be fit before you walk through the doors, that kind of thing. So I was waiting, I was supposed to go to NCR with them, with, with Tommy and my buddy Alex, and uh, they no-showed me, so I was, uh. like, I was like, I'm just gonna go anyway. And I remember I walked in, I saw PT, so Paul Tremblay just like crushing a working, that's pretty usual, I'm just like, what? Like, and, and Pam Ancy was there, that's just what I remember, them yeah. two there, and I'm just like, okay, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I was a little intimidated, but I did a workout, and honestly never looked back since. So that that's was awesome. my first workout, that was in like 24. 14 I want to say something like that yeah so around then and then I just kind of tested it out tested it out and then became a member long-term member I think I was one of their first 50 members there I'm I'm pretty sure yeah Yeah. they're pretty new I guess back then I think I joined in 2015 maybe so yeah yeah Yeah, you were shortly after yeah so I I started there Um, actually as I was training there consistently I was trying to venture into personal training myself um, I didn't have like a set up clientele or whatever, so I was like, well, I'll try and do this thing at Good Life. Just I heard a lot of people, you know, get some experience from Good Life doing the one-on-one personal training. So I did that yeah. and took that route. Um, that's kind of where I learned how to just do one-on-one training and right. learn some ins and outs just through other trainers there. Um, but then as I was doing that, I kind of left NCR for a bit because I was like, well, I'm training people here. My, my downtime, I'll go work at myself. I just couldn't fit it in. Yeah. And it was way out in Canada. Um, but then I realized that I was just, I wa- all I was thinking about was how to get back to CrossFit. And I was yeah. even implementing CrossFit's, you know, modalities and stuff, training my clients. Right. So then I, long story short, I, I left the, the whole personal training good life thing and I went back to NCR and trained there worked in group homes um, about a year after that I reached out to Reza and I was like you know I remember I texted him I said what's I didn't think they were looking for coaches or anything yeah. so I reached out to him I was like yo what's the next like best place to learn how to coach yeah and he's like oh funny you say that you know me and Pete we were talking about an internship program we'd like you to you know take it yeah. go through it and just see if you like it so obviously I took that. I, yeah. I learned a lot from them guys teaching me the ins and outs and you know, critiquing me and helping me out and giving me feedback. Um, so I, I did that and they offered me a job. 
coaching, part-time coach. So I started coaching for them. Just completely opened up a whole new, you know, view and outlook on CrossFit. It wasn't just me training. It was me really finding that passion to, like, make people better at CrossFit, I yeah. guess, essentially, right? Or whatever, getting them towards their goals. Right. Um, so I coached for them for a year and a half or something like that. Yeah, I think it was a while. Yeah, it was a little while. The internship was like four or five months, and then I, I switched into the coaching. Um, learned some invaluable things that I took with me um, and decided to kind of, I felt like the next step was me kind of, you know, opening my own gym. Yeah. I always had that little fire lit in me to do it. Um, I just didn't, I'm not business savvy. I didn't know what the next step was. How to make, like, how to kind of make that leap. Yeah, yeah. that leap, like, man, you can only watch so many videos on YouTube <laughs> and, like, all these motivational things on, oh, just do it, just do it, but there's a strategy to it. So I took about a year and a half or so to really just kind of make sure that's what I wanted to do and, and yeah. set myself up so that, you know, it would run as smoothly as possible. And yeah. And not, not, yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I think that's important because I see a lot of entrepreneurs who jump in too early and yeah. they weren't ready and it's not necessarily like their own fallback. It's just that their business had the chance to do well if they were more patient with it. Yeah. You know, like you need to be set up not just financially and things like that, mm -hmm. but like even mentally, like you get motivated, you're like, okay, I'm going to grow this, I'm going to do this. And I've even gotten to the point with my business where years ago I was like, I'm going to get to grow this, hire all these employees and it was just too soon yeah. because I mentally was like, I can't give up this much training time. Yeah. It was stressing me out. So I scaled back, took more time, and then started growing again. And a lot of people, I think, they jump too early. And then there's actually, like, I was lucky that I was able to scale back and then go back. But sometimes it's like, no, that's your one chance. Exactly. And you don't want to waste it. And that's how I approached it was like, there's no way I can do this and fail and then just keep trying and trying because it's so, yes, like, obviously you need investment, money, et cetera, to get things going. Yeah. So I just kind of pumped the brakes a little bit and saved and did whatever and, and, you know, picked the brains of certain people to see the best avenue to take opening. Right. Um, and then I just kind of said, you know what, fuck it, I'm going to take the plunge and do it. So, <laughs> and just do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so far it's, it seems like it's going well. Yes. Which is, which is awesome. Yeah, it And is. Uh, I know you went back to PEI for a little bit. Yes. And that was kind of when I remember when I first heard that you wanted to open a gym yeah. sometime. Yeah. And then I think that's when, when you just said you took like kind of a year, year and a half. Yes. To, to make the thoughts. Uh, what did you do when you went back to PEI and what kind of drove you to come back here to Ottawa? Well, like when I left... Ottawa so when I moved here I just kind of I just moved to move I didn't okay. have a reason to move I just wanted something different yeah uh, PEI is very small so I just wanted to get out into a bigger city um, just meet new people and whatever and see what happened so after about six years I just kind of thought for whatever reason that I got everything I could out of out of Ottawa okay um, I was like well maybe it's time to move back and I used to always think it would be easier to start something on PEI than to, because it's such a smaller city. I'm like, oh, it's cheaper. I could do it by myself, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Right? But I got a taste of reality, and that's <laughs> not how it works. So I left. I went back, realized that there's no way I could do it by myself. Um, went to some really cool gyms there and, like, seen people be successful there but realized that, you know, it's so small that where I wanted to open, there's it's already done. It's already full. There's two main gyms there that just kind of, you know, take up all of 
Oh, it would have been a very smart business move. Right. So actually, as I was visiting, so I, my girlfriend was in Ottawa at the time, okay. and I was in PEI, so I would, I would visit constantly. Right? right. So every like six weeks, I would come up. So I was talking with a few people. I had talked to a buddy who, when I was up here, he's like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'd love to open one as well. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, if, if he's down to open one, then... I'll set up a time to come back and that's it. So that was kind of what really pulled me back, knowing that if I came back, I could start to really put this thing into fruition. Right. Um, so I made the move back and we put a down payment or a deposit on this place that we're in right now. And then about a month in, he backed out. So oh, wow. Yeah, so he backed <laughs> out. And so I still had the deposit on the place and I'm like, there's no way I can like... I can't give up this deposit because I want it so bad that I'll just, I'll try and figure something out. I don't know. So the landlord thankfully let me, you know, hold the place, okay. knowing what was going on. And then I reached out to my girlfriend's brother because he's always been kind of dangling the idea of doing it. And he coached for five or six years in CrossFit. Um, so I reached out to him and he was kind of like, he's like, come, come on over, you know, we'll sit down and chat. And I mean, the rest is history. So we we talked and then he said you know he never really gave me a straight answer so it kind of made me nervous I was just like hey man is he gonna do it or I what? feel like that's what girlfriend's brothers do you uh, know what I mean? like, yeah he's, he's like I'm not gonna mm, give you a straight answer yeah what's this guy like <laughs> asking the sister what's this guy like so yeah we we partnered up and he had another guy who's a genius with numbers and spreadsheets and, and websites and and all that stuff so he uh we, we brought him in as well, and we kind of just, we all have our strengths, like, we have the computer guy, the, the, you know, the money guy, the tracking everything, and then Phil, who's, who's, like, could build anything, Phil basically built this place, like, him That's and his awesome. family, like, he, they're so, they're so good with that stuff, and then me, I kind of, you know, with the coaching and reaching out to people constantly, constantly yeah. emailing people, I just started dabbling into social media stuff which I'm so new to that like it's literally like another job yeah it's it is, crazy it is, it's yeah. crazy the amount of stuff you got to do oh yeah for social media yeah I, I think a lot of people misunderestimate that too especially Big if they, time. they think they know how to use their phone they're like oh, someone could do this and I actually see a lot of globo gyms they're like oh like this is my receptionist can do this or yeah it's like no no yeah if they don't have that that background or at least have like some sort of guidance it's it's almost like it's going to take you more time and you're going to get less results. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be super methodical too. Like you can't just post anything really. No. Right. Like you gotta, and like, man, the amount of times, like, I don't <laughs> even know. How, I didn't even know how to like, like Instagram and you go to like space stuff. And it's all crammed together. I'm yeah. just like, yo, I'm about to smash my phone <laughs> right now. Don't you wish that was easier? Like, isn't that Oof. so annoying? Googling how to space on Instagram. Like that's how much yeah. time is taken. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have those saved into my notes on my phone so I can just copy paste yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured that's the, yeah. that's the trick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to have shortcuts for everything because that's, that's the thing. Like, people, there's so many parts to, like, moving parts to a business, especially mm -hmm. the gym. Like, like you said, there's someone who needs to take care of the numbers. There's someone who yeah. needs to keep, uh, take care of member outreach and, like, just keeping the clients happy, yeah. the coaching, yeah. like, the actual one-on-one, -on -one, ordering shirts. Like, there's oh, just yeah. so many moving pieces mm -hmm. that then you're like, okay, but now we have to bring members in here and keep them engaged. We have to use social media. And then there's so many moving pieces in that yeah. alone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, okay, here, you make a box, you build it, it's ready. Like, there, it's like, 
now there's Instagram stories to post. Oh, yeah. there's this new feature. Now yeah. this is this. And it's like, do how do I post too much? Do I annoy people? Do I post too little? Exactly. Like, it's just a lot of things to think about. And now too, like I feel like it's 2019 and we opened up. Like if we had opened up, like the standard for a CrossFit gym is pretty high now. Yeah. Like you're walking in, every place has like tons of equipment. Like they got, they have all the types of different classes that you want, the specialty classes and this and that. And like before you could open up with, with nothing, right? <laughs> you could open up with nothing and still people are coming through the door. So yeah. that, that aspect, we knew that like right away we had to be on top of things like our social mm-hmm. media, keep it like as, you know, as clean as possible, offer as much as we possibly can while juggling full-time jobs, right? right? Which is the biggest thing. So for me at the school, knowing that summer's coming around, I can really dive deep into like adding extra stuff and creating new programs and stuff like that. But for now we want, you know, our OC 60 class or 60 minute class and our OC 30 class. Those, Those are like the the main attractions to here, especially the 30, 30 minute class, because people, you know, it's convenient. They come no in and crush it. Really, yeah. No, yeah, no. So we, we, it's challenging as a, for a coach, like when I'm going from 60 minute classes and picking apart movements and stuff yeah. to go into a 30 minute class is challenging. It's definitely a challenge, but I feel like it makes you a better coach. You can stay on top of people. You just go, go, go. Yeah. So it's fun, but people seem to really like it, cause, yeah. especially for the convenience factor of they're in and out. Yeah, right? I've in seen it. it at a gym I was in in London. They do the same thing. Where yeah. They have the 30 minutes class and the 60 minutes class. And yeah, they're, the 30 minutes class get pretty busy. Yes. There's a lot of people who love them. They stick to yes. them. And if they can make it, they'll go to the 60. But And they look at them as two different Yeah, you know, two things, different right? programs. Yeah. yeah, two different programs. Like it's a lot less technical. You're not going to see ring muscle-ups and squat snatches right. in this 30-minute class, right? Because yeah. we kind of filter our free weeks, our free trial classes to the OC30 class. Yeah for that reason alone however if you're you know if we had a few people uh from toronto that were box owners that came and they did the 60 minute class no problem right so but it's just a kind of a little less technical but very very fast paced so. yeah which which makes sense some people they want especially they come into crossfit and they've they've been going to a different gym or something and they've been getting like that sweat and yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes you walk in i know like my first crossfit uh, experience was the salts press. Oh my and it was god! Like, like out of all the movements that you could walk into, yeah. it's like the randomest one. And like I would never have thought about doing it or mm-hmm. like seen it. And if I'm coming in expecting I'm gonna sweat and like yeah. you know you're like, what am I doing with yeah, this empty salts, bar yeah. salts press? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I find for a lot of people, especially whether they're beginner or they're experienced athletes, they want to come in, they want to sweat, they want to have fun, they want to experience the community. Yes. And then you give them like that really high level coaching and yeah. things like that because if they come in, they get the high level coaching, but they haven't felt like they've actually built their fitness or, you know, gotten those those little things that they want like sweating and working yeah. hard. It's just like a little bit of a like of a detriment to them. It's something that they can go back home and say like, oh, but I was sweating and working hard over here. Yeah. You know, like over time, they're going to see so much of the value that you bring exactly. as a coach. And that's the thing, right? When, you, when you're programming and for the general population, people want to come in and sweat. Yeah. Right? You come in and sweat, you leave. You're like, fuck yeah, I got a wicked workout. I'm sweating. I must have done really good. And I feel good about themselves. But like the more you come and you see these certain movements where they're like, well, I haven't really did that one in a while like you need that you need that in your program you need the super technical things that and like athletes need to know that like 
Like I remember, for instance, when I would coach the basics, uh, the basics class at NCR. Yeah. Like you, you picked apart the foundational movements of CrossFit, and like you could have brand new people and veteran athletes in that class who could still benefit from those classes. Yeah. Right. Like I would hop into them sometimes. Yes. Just, just to like yes. get a movement touch up. And just that, like, oh yeah, shit, like I forgot you're supposed to do that in your push jerk. You're supposed <laughs> to do that in your snap. You know what I mean? So, like, that's kind of what people need to realize when they walk through the door like yeah there's gonna be days where you're sweating your butt off there's gonna be days where you're not but it's way more technical but it's like a unless, to the long -term yeah process. unless you're someone that like is completely open all day mm -hmm. who can come in and just sweat and then do stuff in open gym and do that stuff there right right so yeah that's very true let's go back to what you're saying about like how opening a gym 2019 is just so much different than back in the day because that's mm -hmm. been something I've been thinking about a lot lately and over the last couple years that's come up a lot with gym owners that I talk with is that back in the day people would open a CrossFit gym and because CrossFit in was their new, garage literally their yeah, garage yeah. everyone would come <clears throat> like it's because there's just more people that wanted to try CrossFit and heard mm -hmm. about this CrossFit thing than yep. there was gyms and spots to do it yep. so gyms could open with nothing they literally didn't have to provide any service they could charge double other gyms that are providing towels you know things yep. like that and they would have tons of members come in. So then the gym owners didn't actually have to know business at all. Mm -hmm. Like literally they were just flooded with this. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot in the last few years of gyms closing down, gyms getting like new competition and members are being stolen over to other gyms. Yeah. And it's just because the gym owners didn't open with that mentality of this is a business and I'm building a business for the long term. It mm -hmm. was like people are coming in now, then who cares about building a process for later? No, yeah. And and nowadays I think like if you guys have realized and taking the time when you're opening the gym is it's all about building out those processes and things so that you can grow sustainably long term and not be, you know, someone opens a gym over there and all of a sudden they go there and then they go here. Yeah, well that's the thing. So like we like and I said from the beginning, like we want to build like we want Orleans CrossFit to be like we're so confident in what we offer that if a gym opened across the street, they're going to stay with us. Right. right. That's the mentality we have. And like you're, you're selling your main thing is your coaching. Like regardless of the equipment you have in here, right. I could destroy somebody with in a workout with hardly any equipment. Yeah. Right. And I could just pick them apart with coaching. Like that's what you need to offer. That's the value in their membership, whether they, you know, see it or not, or, some people just want to sweat. They don't care how they move. But like, if you walk through here, then you're gonna get probably gonna get picked apart. There's a high chance yeah. of that, and that's how I feel like every place should be. Right. right? I don't care if you're successful or not. Like, you should you never give up the values of coaching and being able and that passion to just make people move better. That's right? exactly. So that's very true. Yeah. So like, yes, it's 2019. Yes, CrossFit's been around for several years. What like a decade now, pretty much yeah. something like that. Yeah. It's been booming for a decade anyway, but we're confident in our product that we could still open this late and still be successful and still offer, you know, our coaching expertise. Uh, that's, that's, that's where our confidence is in 2019 and opening. And, you know, we knew, thankfully, I knew, I saw, I started at NCR when they were basically brand new, and now they're just a mega gym, yeah. right? So I see, I've seen how the boys, how hard they work there and, watching them and like just seeing how much they enjoyed coming to work is what like I'm like damn man I want that like yeah. that's what I want you want to like yeah. come into work you want to yeah. have something that you're passionate so about. I and I, I I felt that from them and I wanted that and then when I start coaching and I see people and I'm adjusting people and I'm, I'm getting someone their first ring muscle up then that really was like shit this is amazing like yeah. the whole it's just everything put together right 
and then plus my passion just for you know training myself and, and that lifestyle exactly. and just everything together so. yeah yeah because you see I, I think what's really cool about the crossfit business model is that anyone who opens a crossfit <clears throat> gym at least 99.9 percent they're themselves athletes you know they have a growth mindset and they're people who want to learn and are passionate about crossfit yeah. you see in a lot of other gym franchises for example like a good life yeah. or little boutique fitness studios that are that are franchising out and growing there's owners who are like they are less fit than any member that walks yeah, through their no, door you for the first time. What you preach. Exactly, yeah. and then it's just because they're in it for the business model of you know getting money yeah. or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. But you you can't in CrossFit because the service is such high quality and it requires so much of your time. You mm -hmm. have to be passionate about it. Yes, like, like you need like the beauty the the absolute best thing I take or took from getting into CrossFit is the community. Yeah, like the people I met. Like I mean, I can't. It's they're amazing yeah. right and that's what you want you want to build your own little community right so like we really i'm pretty sure that's what i assume that's what most gyms do i'm only familiar with obviously ncr and i know their community is incredible so you know i wanted to build my own little ocf community yeah right? so yeah that's kind of those other gyms that's you just kind of go in pop your headphones in mm -hmm. rip some curls and peace out right yeah so here we just kind of no headphones no mirrors no bullshit just yeah. leave your ego at the door come in rip a workout give some fist pumps you know and come back tomorrow exactly yeah, yeah. yeah. and it's it, what's really cool is like even just different you, you watch your members and you see how many members like I, I'm sure you'll experience this over the, like the years, like yeah. members that like met at the gym and all of a sudden they're oh getting married. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, or yeah. They, they started a business together, or yeah. this this person had this job and this person needed that kind of service, and like it's just crazy the connections people make and people, because I think when people walk into CrossFit, their guard is down. You know that it's they're making like a conscious effort to let their guard down and be mm -hmm. like, okay, I have something that I need to work on because you're, there's always weaknesses. Oh, yeah. And it, if you don't walk in with that mentality, it's gonna teach you really fast. So I think even for people making connections, being in that headspace, it's just so much easier to make new friends, new relationships, mm -hmm. business relationships, trust other people. It's, it's crazy what it does for people's personal lives as well. Well, that's the big thing. And that's, that's what I love about, you know, the direction that CrossFit's going. They kind of pump the brakes a little on like, oh, everyone needs to be a games athlete. Now it's like, you know, we want that member in there that's lost 15 pounds, whatever, yeah. you know, boosted their self-esteem. So I had, I had someone reach out to me last week. Um, well, she messaged saying, she didn't message anything. It just said that she was interested in a free week. Right. So I didn't hear from her, said she signed up, whatever. So I reached out to her again and she said, you know, I'm super self-conscious. I used to be able to do this, but I can't do it now. I'm so scared to go into CrossFit gym. I'm like, look, just come in. I have a free 30 minutes from 5 to 5.30. Just come in, yeah. and I'll show you the place. You'll, like, you'll be <laughs> fine. Trust me. I'm like, we've all been self. I was self-conscious and nervous when I walked into NCR, Yeah. right? Um, but you got to start somewhere. So she came in at, like, I was free from 5 to 5.30. She came in at, like, 5.25. At first, I thought she stood me up. I'm like, damn, man. But she came in. And she's like, I made it, and I gave her a quick tour. I'm like, this is what we offer, and like, she's been here almost every day since. That's and like, amazing. And yeah, and she's just like, she's messaging me now, being like, oh my god, everyone's so friendly. And I'm like, perfect. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah. I just want people to come in, you know, hit a workout, make some friends. Like most people are just sitting at home, they're lethargic, they they don't want to do anything. 
I know people are busy. I get mm -hmm. it. I'm busy. I still find time to work out yeah. besides working full time and working at the gym. Yeah. Like you can do it, especially with our 30 minute class. That's one reason. What's the main thing people say? I'm too busy. Mm -hmm. That's the main thing people say. That's exactly. It's like, come in, like, geez, we'll, we'll make something work for you. Yeah. Right. And then if we can build someone's self-esteem and confidence through each workout at a time, and that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. obviously, props to like really good athletes, like mm -hmm. like dedicate. That's that's dedication, and obviously we've seen a lot. Like you're a really good athlete as well. Like you guys put in the time, and but for someone to come in who's never done it before, and you know that's what that's what it's all about. Yeah. 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 And you know what's funny is when I started at NCR, I was actually super nervous to come in, and yeah. I came in like pretty strong already I could squat over 200 yeah. like I think my squat was getting close to 250 already like I, I like I was a national team athlete in snowboarding I had this background so I, I felt like it was it would have been easy for me not to be scared if that makes sense yeah. but I yeah. went in and I was like I would ask people can you come with me to this class or this class and I would like try not to talk to anyone I was just like super nervous and it's crazy about how the community really breaks your walls down like it's so important about getting those right people in and and having those members that are helping you know yeah. adjust the other members and things yeah. like that because you know I, I would get nervous going to a gym just like I used to go to the YMCA or something yeah. like that and even same. still I'd be like well people are watching me you're yeah. doing this yeah. and then I went to and NCR with that same mindset like nervous like <clears throat> people are gonna watch me people are judging me mm -hmm. and it was like it wasn't that and then no. that's what I've realized and I've been to different CrossFit gyms since then and it's the same like Everyone is just so non-judgmental. I mean, you always have a bad egg here and there, but it's yeah, yeah. it's it's pretty awesome yeah. what what it does. Yeah, it's incredible, really. Like when you're when you're hitting a PR in front of your a whole class <laughs> and people are cheering. Are you? In my case, when I started, I was the last one finished in a lot of workouts, <laughs> right? So I got like I got a whole class just cheering me on. I'm just like just redlining. So yeah, that's that's what it's all about. You know, it's, you're not yeah. gonna get that anywhere else. No. You just won't. And, so. and what I think is so cool about how you messaged that lady and said, like, you, you had a free half an hour here, is a lot of gyms, they'll put people into, like, into basically their system. Mm -hmm. So it'll be like, okay, no, you can only come at this time this week, no. like this, or this yeah. and this. And I think the coolest thing about gyms that really care about people is that they do things that don't scale. Yeah. So, like, of course, you could get super big, and it's going to be very hard for you to say, no, you can just come in at this half an hour, this half an hour. But doing that now is just, it, it, it creates that community from the get-go. Yeah, well, we, and we want to create that culture, too. Right? We're so new that we want to include members as much as possible. Right. Like, that's their foundation. Like, we're still learning what our culture is going to be, but we definitely know, like, certain things. Like, for instance, if someone's finished a workout, you know, just don't put your stuff away. Don't put your shit away. Just fucking cheer somebody on. Cheer hey. on the next person right next to you, right? Yeah, don't just leave. They're like, no. their car. Peace. Yeah, 30-minute <laughs> class. See you later. No, yeah, cheer people on, you know, leave your ego at the door because there's always someone that's going to be lifting more than you or yeah. finishing faster than always, you. It's always, always. Eh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just, it is. That's just how it is. Yeah. But, yeah, so. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So what's what's in the future plans for you guys and, and how are things going so far, like, business-wise? Things are really good. Yeah, things are really good. We had a great first month. We're open for about a month. Right. So we're super fresh. Um Lots of learning along the way, <laughs> that's for sure. Um, lots of things that are taking a lot more time than we thought, like social media yeah. and stuff like that. So I'm trying to cram some of that stuff in on my breaks at work. And, right. you know. uh, but things are going really good. Um, 
we're starting to, you know, we got some things that we're trying to create on the back end as far as offering value to our clients and for their memberships and stuff. Um, always constantly thinking and figuring out how to become better. And, right. You know, like it, it's just, it's nonstop. I'll work, I'll coach, I'll train, I'll go home and my brain immediately goes to like, how could I make this better? You know what I mean? How can they benefit from the, anything? You yeah. name it, and we're, and we're thinking about it. So. Do you feel like now as a business owner that it's like you're never not working? No, 100%, yeah. always. It, it's just, but I'm obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. You know, like this is all I want to do. Yeah. So I'll, like, I just don't stop thinking about it. Yeah. yeah it's not like it's a bad thing. No. Like, it doesn't exactly. feel like work when I come here. Yeah, sure, yeah. I'm tired. I'm up at 4.30 almost every day. Like, it, it, when I come in and coach, everything's out. The tiredness, everything's gone. Once I start to talk to people and coach and everything get in my groove, then yeah, the rest is history. It's your passion. Yeah. yeah. It's not work. Yeah. Like, I could sit here all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. I could. Yeah, it's funny because I, I was just having this conversation with my boyfriend, and I was saying that, like, I w- he's always like, are you done work yet? Are you done work yet? I'm always just working yeah. on my laptop doing something if I'm not in the gym. And he's yeah. like, or in between, like, in between training sessions, I'll be like, no, I'm back to my laptop. He's like, can we just go eat and do this? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I'm working. Yeah. And he's like, well, is there any point that you're not working? And I was like, no. Like, when I'm sleeping? Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And the thing is, no, sometimes I dream about it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I dream too. Yeah. <laughs> I come up with an idea and I'm like, whiteboard. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, it's, it's just so interesting that, like, I think if you're really passionate about what you're doing, you're, you're just always working and always trying to grow. Because I told him, I was like, if I just wanted to... You know, like I want to make my current clients happy, and but that's it. Like I just work on my current clients. That's it. Well, it, then maybe I maybe have a chance to go in and check out. But at the same time, there's always more things that I want to do for my clients. But then you add on top of that, wanting to grow the business. For, so for you guys, wanting to get more members, yeah. grow, eventually maybe <clears throat> become full time in the gym or yeah. things like that. It's yeah. you're you're never not working because there's no. always more you could be doing. Yeah. It's like there's it, you're only limited by your time at that point. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm looking forward to like summer and stuff because i'm at the school board so when that kind of stops slows down a bit i can just because i just recently did march break oh so i was like oh my god if this was what it was like every week (laughs) it'd be incredible you know what i mean like 70 hours a week now at least so yeah striving towards that obviously to be full-time here would be you know the dream the dream yeah. yeah that's the dream and that's and we you know we we're ready to take however much time we have everything laid out we have goals monthly goals you know yearly goals everything so yeah. we're definitely prepared we're ready so i guess we'll just we're just putting in the work to right to get there yeah right? that's so, awesome yeah but what would you say would be the biggest thing that you've learned this last year going through this process Oof, the biggest thing i've learned is that it's it's going to be so as hard as you think it's going to be, it's going to be a hundred times harder. Like in <laughs> every anybody, aspect. But. Yeah. Well, that's why you, that's why it took me a year and a half to really decide that this is what right. I wanted to do because it's, there's so much shit you got to figure out. Like you could find a location where you're like, man, this place is awesome, but it's not like zoned properly or something. And you, you know, it's not properly ventilated, whatever. You just can't open a gym there unless yeah. you have an extra like ton of money to you know what I mean people don't think about those things yeah there's so many little things and like had I not like a blessing in disguise was the first person backing out and me having Phil and Kyle with me right because like there's zero chance I do this without them zero I didn't realize like 
Phil's a genius with building things. Like anyone that walks in here loves the woodwork and stuff, and like like he's he's built it. Yeah. I wouldn't have a clue what Kyle does when it comes to like creating a website and like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. man, like tracking monies and this and that. Like you <laughs> need somebody to do that. Like you just, you just need it. There's yeah. there's no way you'll completely fail and crumble, and if you don't have that. Yeah. So yeah. So all that stuff like. I was just like, oh, yeah, I should be able to figure out Zen planning. I should be able to do some social media. Yeah. Oh, it can't be that hard to build a website, da, da, da. I'm like, fuck that. There's no way. There's yeah. no way. It's so hard. And, and the thing is, is even if you figure it out, it was like, say that took you, I don't know, 50 hours for to build a website yeah. where it could have you could have paid someone to take 10 hours and use that 40 hours oh, yeah. to build something that's worth way more than those hours you would have spent right exactly. it's opportunity cost time is valuable oh, big yeah. time when you're that crammed that's exactly it's really like, good to have a lot of hands on deck yeah and, and we needed it like we we went from an empty place february 1st to being open and running classes by march 2nd so yeah. like it went really fast because we didn't I didn't know if I was still doing it until I got the two guys committed right so like once they committed then I was like okay we need this just a whole laundry list of things oh, and yeah. it's yeah but I mean I wouldn't change it for the world yeah. right like I'm in the thick of it now just learning learning the business as we go reaching out to to people like the boys in ncr reached out said if, you know if i need anything like mm -hmm. andy from 1855 gives me advice like just the awesome. really good community right like yeah and that's what i love about it like i could walk into pretty much any gym and be like yo like ask for help and they'll give it to you exactly you know and it doesn't happen in other businesses no exactly they look at you as like an it's enemy. competitor yeah, yeah no there's no competitors here we're all out for the same thing to make people fitter, healthier, happier, live longer lives, whatever, right? Yeah. Be able to play with their grandkids till they're 90 years old, right? Yeah. And have them, so that's the quality of life is what we're trying to offer, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's, that's super important. As long as you believe in that end mission, then you don't have, have trouble like helping other people, if that makes yeah. sense. Like I know yeah. I've seen it in my business where people are like, don't tell people how to do this marketing or don't no. you know what I mean and yeah. it gets so so like sketchy and like that's one of the things I was just writing out my like organizational like chart and like what we believe in anyone who works with me as a consultant or an employee or whatever what we believe in and I was like honesty and transparency because if my goal is to help like people in the health space and gym clinic and mm -hmm. or g gyms and health clinics and things like that and that's what I'm passionate about if I'm not helping other people do the same thing then it just it's just, I'm kind of yeah. shooting myself in the foot yeah. and I'm not living out the methods. Like I know there's been a lot of people that I've helped, they came out of nowhere and they're like, I want to do what you're doing. I want to open a marketing agency. How do I do this? Mm -hmm. And I've seen them, I tell them exactly what to do and I've seen them do it. And it's like very easy. Like and sometimes I'm like, why did I tell them everything to do? And like, they're working with some of the, you know, you know, if they're working with a client that I was like, oh, I would love to yeah, work with that. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, Think about how many, like, for example, how many people out there that you'd love to help. There's everyone in the world. Oh, like, there's yeah. billions of people. There's so many. And for me, there's millions of businesses. And obviously, I'm not going to touch millions of businesses. Yeah. So if my main goal is to get those people help, then if there's any way that, that I can help. And I think for you, you feel the same, especially with gym owners. Yeah. And gym owners feel the same way. Like, any way that they can help other people, you know, support the community, then they're going to yeah, help. Exactly. Yeah. It's a small community, the CrossFit community, in comparison, I guess, to, you know, the big global gyms and all right. that. Right. But yeah, and even me, even people seeing that I was opening this place, like I've already had people reach it and be like, yo, like 
I've always pondered that idea of doing it, and da, 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 and I'm just like, you know, let me know if you need, because everything's fresh to me right now, right? Right. Like I, I'm going through everything right now. <laughs> like, I'm, you for, I'm, sometimes you forget like those those hard moments later on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because you're successful down the road, and you're just like, oh yeah, that was absolutely terrible <laughs> for a couple months. And, but yeah, so it's it's cool. It's cool to see other people offering help as well as people kind of reaching out on the opposite end of the spectrum being like, yo, what is it like opening a gym and stuff, right? So I'm kind of right in the middle right now. So (laughs) learning as we go and I'm like, well, I don't know, I can offer you what I've gone through. And And usually that's some of the best advice, honestly, because sometimes that's, again, like I'll tell people, oh yeah, like I started in and it just organically grew to this. And they're like, hmm, that seems easy. And then I look Mm. back and I'm like, no, No, there's been times where I'm like, uh, how am I going to pay for anything this month because yeah. I lost a client I have to get a new one like yeah. you know like and you forget those times when you're yeah. in a good in a good place eventually yeah. so it's, it's good to write things down as I go, it is. go yeah. along always stay humble too because, <laughs> yeah oh you know this is a this is a this like industry is just it's there's a lot there's it lots of gyms lot. there's lots of these global gyms there's lots of the you know pay 10 bucks a month uh. to come <laughs> over and work out over I don't know everything yeah. right there's everything so yeah. And that, that just goes back to, like, the product that you offer. So, right. Like, if you're truly providing value. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Then people are going to love it, you know. And that's, that's, where, that's what we, like, the main thing I said to the boys, I'm like, coaching, coaching, coaching. Like, yeah. we have to be the best. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people now that have maybe have experience at other gyms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So... Thankfully, the stuff I learned and stuff Phil learned from other coaches, we kind of mix it together, and I learn from him, he learns from me, yeah. and we just we make it work. Yeah, so, that's yeah. super awesome, yeah. and great to hear your story about how you opened the gym. Yeah. Is there any last recommendations you would give for someone who might be going through the same process, um, or just last uh, things to mention? Um, would be, don't be one foot in, one foot out. Like, you're going in, you're all in, or you're not. <laughs> Like, yes, I'm still working full-time at another job, but I'm all in at this gym, yeah. right? Like, I'm just doing the other stuff. Like, I love it, yeah. but I'm doing it because I know I need to. I need yeah. to survive, right? Right. But I'm sacrificing lots of things to do it. Like, I don't have much time to do anything. I, <laughs> thankfully, I have a supportive girlfriend who's yeah. like, oh, I guess I'll see you an hour a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So... Yeah, be prepared to sacrifice. I'm sure people who are on the defense of opening read all these things online and, mm-hmm. and you know what I mean? Read all these whatever blogs and stuff. You just, you go all in or you don't do it yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. just be ready. Be awesome. prepared and enjoy the ride basically. <laughs> yeah. Because it's quite a ride. Oh yeah, the yeah. roller coaster. Yeah, it is. Roller coaster of emotion. <laughs> Pissed off one minute. Happy as can be the next. When I came here, you were actually crying behind the table. Yeah, yeah. that's usually my yeah one thirty p.m. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. So awesome. So where can people find you and find the gym if they want to reach out on social media or check out the website and things like yeah, that? Yeah. So Orleans CrossFit. We're in Orleans. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're at uh, five seventy one Lacal Way, Unit one hundred five. So right, if you like Googled Google View, we're, it, the building's not even there yet. So okay. we're attached to the Canadian or Canada Caps building. Okay. Canadian Auto Parts Supplier. Yeah. Something like that. Something. Yeah. So we're like attached to them. Just off St. Joseph, you can see we got a big sign up front. 
Um, you can find us at orleanscrossfit.ca. And there's we a big waterfall that I saw. You may see it on the way in. Yeah, maybe when I leave, I'll see it. <laughs> but don't make people think that there's a waterfall. I did it was. Yeah. It depends yeah. which way you come in. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, we're open. Just find us. Find us online. Find us on social media, Orleans CrossFit. Uh, we have a Facebook page. We have our IG page. We have everything. We're just polluting social media <laughs> right now, too. So I'm sure you'll see something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Yes, all right, thank you. Hey guys, just a reminder that if you enjoy any of the episodes, I encourage you to leave a review and share your thoughts. I'm super engaged on social and love when you guys hit me up at Natalie Alport with your thoughts or just to say hi. This podcast would not be possible without you guys, the listeners, so thank you so much. I'm really grateful.